Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is live from my office. I'm Steve Cochran. And on this Memorial Day, I have reached out and spoken with General John Borling, one of the great heroes uh, in American military history who is alive and well and uh, thriving and uh, always has plenty to say that's important and meaningful. And I want to share his conversation that he and I had just a few moments ago. So that's coming up. All of it sponsored, of course, by a great patriot named David Hochberg. Hochberg has done more for military charities in this town than he or I could ever talk about. He uh, shares a similarity with me in that while neither one of us served, we both have unending respect for those who have and have spent a lot of time and money, Hochberg, frankly, a lot more money than me, uh, in uh, supporting various causes, a couple of which I will mention before we're done with this episode. Uh, David Hochberg and Team Hochberg are the official sponsors and uh, the title sponsors of Live From My Office, and we thank you very much for that. Uh, this is a day where the fun begins. It's the unofficial start to summer, and it's the opening of the pools. That phrase, remember it, it's important. There's a story I'll tell you before we're done where that phrase pay, plays a big role. But this is a day where we are supposed to at least spend some time remembering those who paid the ultimate sacrifice. And that's what we will talk about. As uh, General Borling explains why it's important, and he's got an incredible story to tell about an experience at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, which, uh, well, it'll choke you up. It'll give you goosebumps. And uh, I look forward to you hearing it. In the meantime, I'm glad you're here. Please subscribe, rate and review wherever you listen. Please uh, download it for a veteran or a friend so that they can also get every episode of live from my office and check out the show notes for all related links and information to this episode as always but again i ask you to stick around to the end of the episode because there's an amazing story to tell tied to a record which you probably all sang along with from a few years ago that is particularly important on this memorial day i I believe it was the cma song of the year back in 2013 by lee bryce called i drive your truck we'll actually play the song after we tell the story again stick around for the end of this episode uh but do enjoy the day have your fun at the pool or wherever but take a moment to remember those who fought for us so that we could have this day it is memorial day and i'm glad you're listening i thank you for that and we're back in a moment on live from my office If you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your existing home, you need to do what I did. I called Team Hochberg, a trusted local lender. They're always looking out for your financial best interest. Low interest rates and low housing inventory have caused home values to increase over 20%. Unfortunately, many listeners experienced a reduction in their income and had to rely upon you know credit cards to survive just to feed the family. 
Well, I've got great news. If you qualify, Team Hochberg can now access 95% of your home's value to pay off debt and substantially lower your monthly payments. Think of all the stress you'd eliminate, how much money you'd save by using your home's equity to pay off your debt and substantially reduce your monthly payments. These are the tricks and tips that are perfectly legal that Hochberg knows how to get done. Team Hochberg helped me and my family and thousands of my podcast listeners use their home's equity to eliminate debt. But they can't help if you don't call 855-56-DAVID or go to 56david.com. That number again is 855-563-2843 or 56david.com for Homeside Financial, an equal housing lender, NMLS number 1124061. Live from my office, proud to say, welcome General John Borling. My friend, how are you? I'm delighted to be with you, Steve, especially on such a momentous day. Well, and and Memorial Day means a tremendous amount to me as the son of one who served proudly uh, in World War II. You, of course, your record is well documented. Um, I think you're going to need another room for all the medals and all the things you refuse to talk about and don't want to talk about. But I'm proud to call you a friend just because of who you are as a man. But for what you did for this country, there's no better person to talk to about Memorial Day than you. So thanks for doing this. Well, we're a, a mutually uh, admiring society, you and me, and we have been for years. Uh, I view you as one of the great rational and, and important voices in the world of communications in America. So it's, again, my pleasure to be with you and hope that we can perhaps share some personal feelings about uh, about this day. I do want to ask you about it because, uh, you know, look, you've lived a life that the rest of us have only seen on TV and in movies and that's what it is tv and movies what does this day mean to you and and if i could be personal i don't know that i've ever asked you this on the golf course in person on the air i don't think i have is there one person in particular you think about on this day well you know i come up with a collage of of memories and people with whom i've served and who are no longer with us uh there's one that immediately comes to mind uh, in Washington at Fort Myer, which is the army post that basically is home base to Arlington. Uh, there's a big hill. You run down that hill and across the Memorial bridge. And now you're uh, on the mall. And I can remember this rainy morning, dreary morning, uh, coming down the Fort Myer hill and across the bridge and around the Lincoln which is my favorite place, by the way, in all of Washington, the Lincoln Memorial, especially at night, uh, and taking people there. Uh, but as I came around, there's the, the statue of three soldiers for the Vietnam Wall, and I'd never been to the wall. So I quit jogging and start to walk down the wall, the Vietnam Wall, and I don't get very far when I see up ahead in her first light kind of situation. Right. A couple, a couple, a guy in a field jacket, bushy guy, beard, uh, hanging on a gal, and they're both got their hands on the wall. And I'm, you know, I'm at a point where I can't retreat, and so I kind of try to edge by. And as I come closer, I can hear their sobbing. And so I try to almost sneak by and the guy starts and he says, were you there, man? 
were you there? And I said, I, I was there. And he kind of, kind of nods, and I kind of moved down the wall quickly, leaving them to their private moments. And I, I made the, the corner that, you know, there, there's an angle to it. Yeah, and, exactly. And I went down a couple of things, and now I put my hand on the wall, just kind of to steady myself. And I put my hand on a portion of the wall, and the name under my hand uh, was Frank Walston. Frank was a classmate of mine from the academy. Oh, come on. Frank was a squadron mate of mine at Yuban, Thailand, in the 433rd Squadron. And he and Don King got shot down and killed oh. about um, about a month and a half before I got shot down. You know, those were tough years, and we were losing guys regularly. And uh, But anyway, so there I've got my hand on the wall, and I'm looking at Frank's name. And, you know, then that's when I lost it. And uh, Of course. So you ask about Memorial Day, and the first name that when you ask comes to mind, my classmate and squadron mate, Frank Wilson. The, the, the God moments that we all have in life, and I always tell people, I said, look, I don't judge anyone based on your faith or beliefs, but whatever God you're closest to, get a little closer and recognize these moments because you were in that spot, in my opinion, for a reason at that time. You stopped where you did for a reason at that time and that is just a goosebump raising incredible story that is perfect for today because explain to folks what today was was meant for what it truly means it gets it gets real personal even if you haven't had a, a loss like a gold star family loss which is a whole different dimension uh or a gold star spouse uh, but if you've had relatives or close acquaintances uh, you know it's particularly uh, important for us here in illinois and the, and the listeners out there to understand that it was major general john a logan whose statue the augustus st godon's great heroic sculpture uh the man on the horse with the raised standard uh 900 south michigan and grant park fittingly uh but he was the creator he originated through General Order 11 when he was commander of the Grand Army of the Republic, the Union uh, American Legion, or BFW, if you would, back in the day after the Civil War. And in 1868, he promulgated this order that created what we called then Decoration Day uh, and, and now Memorial Day uh, to recognize all our war dead, just not the Civil War dead. And Grant, who was president, he did this uh, in May of 68, 1868, and Grant himself officiated as president at Arlington uh, at the end of May for the first uh, federally recognized, if you will, Decoration Day. And they had the speeches and the flags and all of that. But importantly, they, they screw flowers, spread flowers out on the graves of both the Union and the Confederate graves. And that's what uh, we get so caught up with this division stuff in America, but especially on Memorial Day, you've got to remember that there is a great sense of, of uh, empathy, camaraderie even, uh, amongst 
people who was, especially in the Civil War, where there was so much need for healing, right. uh, where both were recognized. And you know, think about this cancel culture nonsense uh, that tends to try to obliterate uh, pieces of our history. And, and I don't mean to glorify it, uh, but I do say that the feelings run deep. So, General John A. Logan, uh, let's be proud of this American 19th century hero whose name graces squares and streets all throughout the land. In fact, he went back after the war and uh, had already been a Democrat before the war and then switched basically to being a Lincoln supporter. He became a Republican congressman, then a senator, and ran for vice president and then died because of his war wounds very suddenly uh, and uh, and was uh, remembered uh, in the song Illinois, Illinois, uh, our state song, for example, sure. mentions three, three people, Grant, Lincoln, and Logan. Uh, so uh, we should be mindful of and proud of what he's done. We'll do a kind of a uh, impromptu ceremony at the Logan statue at 11 o'clock in the morning, as we have for the last quarter century. With that as the backdrop, what should people say to their kids or their grandkids um, about today? Um, relatives understanding at whatever age they're at or why, yeah. but, but why today is important because here's something you and I know. You take a little kid, a three or four or five, six or seven year old, and you tell them something that shows it means a lot to you. It sticks with them. It, it does, but I think, and it's and it's even more important for the people that I think are the, the tweens and the teenagers and the college uh, people who tend to uh, not focus as as they should, in my view. And I and and so to focus, I would say rather than telling, uh, you do a show and tell. And uh, why don't you take them all to Eastern France? And Eastern France is the significant place because. Because that's where the Lorraine American Cemetery is, in this little lonesome valley in the province of Lorraine in eastern France, about 45 minutes from the German border. A scene of terrific fighting, uh, Third Army Patton again, uh, in, as they were broaching the secret line. And you drive in through the gates of this place. When I had, when I was stationed in Germany, our first weekend, we said, let's go to France. So we hopped in the car and we drove to France and we said, let's get off the tollway. And we spun off toward this little town, St. of Old. Didn't know where we were going. About a mile north of that town and about a half mile off this toll road, all of a sudden here's these marble gates and the sign, uh, Lorraine American Cemetery. So we drove in. There's a little house to sign in. Nobody's in the parking lot. And you walk up the path, and after you sign in at this place where there's a proper purple heart given to those interred and, and invested in St. of Old, or I, we call it St. of Old, uh, by Eisenhower when he was president. Anyway, there's all this paperwork and beautiful stuff in this little house, but you walk up the path, and, and you make a hard left turn. You see this large cathedral-like structure. It's a rectangular structure jutting about 70 feet into the air. Just a big concrete block. There's not even a door in it that you can see, but you keep walking, and pretty soon the the valley starts to appear, and you're on the crest of the valley, and you're looking down, and there's 10,000 
500 crosses in that valley. It had to be, one, largest, it had to be one of the most moving experiences of your life. It's the, it's the largest American World War II cemetery in Europe, this little lonesome valley in the province of Levin. And, uh, and I think the impact, as you describe it so beautifully, of walking up to it and seeing it, there was no way you could expect the visualization of that to be as powerful, right? I delight in saying I like to take virgins to France. <laughs> and the virgins I want to take to France are those who've never been to an American military cemetery. Sure, uh, you know, I've been to them all. I've been to Normandy. I've been to Chateau Thierry and, uh, and St. of Old. Uh, and then you turn back to that chapel. And you can do this. And here's what I want to show. You can do this online. There are 26 American cemeteries and I think 30 memorials in 17 countries maintained by the American Battle Monuments uh, Commission uh, with caretakers. In fact, the, the flag is raised and lowered by a French caretaker. And when I take people, and I always try to take them to St. of Old, uh, we try to get there either to raise the flag or to lower it. The gates close at 5, and just before 5, they sound taps and and uh, lower the flag. And then while the place is very busy on Memorial Day and Veterans Day, uh, it's sparsely visited, and you can be there and have it all to yourself. Wow. And uh, I'll tell you, you're, you're glad that you are alone because it is very moving, especially when you go inside that chapel. But let's let people find this online, the American Battle Monuments Commission and the Lorraine American Cemetery. And uh, you want to get a feeling of Memorial Day for you and your family, uh, you'll get it right off your own computer. Now, there's a lot of well-meaning people out there, and uh, you have always been very good about this, and I've said it forever as well, um, that uh, celebrate today. Enjoy the day with your family. Uh, You know, barbecue, cookout, go to the games, do whatever. But remember what we're talking about what the core of this day is and what it means. And one of the things people stumble over, uh, General Borling, is um, I said happy Memorial Day to someone. I didn't mean to. What do you say to a soldier? What do you say to a soldier today? Is it thank you for your service? Is it something else? What's the appropriate greeting, response, or statement you'd make on Memorial Day just to another person? I have thought that we somehow gloss over it with the usual words and uh, I try to use a different set have a meaningful Memorial Day uh, have a thoughtful Memorial Day that's great uh, have a uh, take some time to say a prayer uh, make it a contemplative if only a few moments right because because you know in 1971 when they changed it from the last uh, day of, of May it happens to work out the last day of May of this year um, to the three-day weekend. Uh, they took away the, that time that you and I can remember as, as kids when we would uh, not only go to the cemeteries, I would Oakwoods at 63rd Street, Cottage Grove, uh, where the Borling family is largely occurred, and where the Confederate mound is, where, boy, if you want to see something that, that moves your heart, there's a politician He's built a big, and I'm not going to mention his name, but he's got a big mausoleum and arch and stuff like that. And yes, I know all exactly. the things, I know all the exactly things who you're did. talking about. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go across the road there at Oakwoods, and you see a small headstone, and it says Jesse Owens, Olympian. How about that? What more do you need? Huh? No, that's it. I mean, that's it. That's that. That's but, the- so Memorial Day, we would always go out and tend to the family, uh, and we've got ahead of. Uh, fellow in the family who was deceased in World War II or was killed. Um, and uh, and it meant something. So hey, uh, it's good. Go ahead. It's great to catch up with you. And before we run out of time, um, I just want to say thank you for your continued service that you've uh, given to this country and to uh, all of us for your entire life. And uh, it's appreciated. So thank you for that. But I want to give you the last word here. Is there anything else we didn't get to that you'd like to mention in the last minute or so? Oh, you make it so hard, Steve. You know, we never rehearse our conversation. I understand that. It's a, and it's wait, okay wait. if we're good, but I don't well, right. I wouldn't well, want to take I, yeah, the last right. word. Yeah, I, I do have the last word because you were talking about it when you were talking about saying a prayer. And I recall when when uh, when they put us into a big groups in, in Vietnam late in the game after our failed raid at Sante. And it was, it was, they moved us all on Saturday night and put us all together in the, what you know as the Hanoi Hilton. And John McCain and I were elected to be the chaplains for the Sunday morning service that we were going to have. All the people there in the various cells, but we had communication, mm-hmm. if only by shouting. I mean, this was a gigantic mistake on the part of uh, the North Vietnamese that, put us all together, but they were concerned that the command, command, excuse me, commandos were going to come and spring us. So anyway, so they said, you guys are, are the chaplains. And John and I got off the corner and we said, I can't imagine, you know, two worse guys to be a chaplain. <laughs> but, but you talked about a prayer and I said, John, I think I got a way to get into this. And, and this is all I remember of that morning, other than we sang the Star Spangled Banner and we uh, said the Lord's Prayer aloud. But then we were supposed to offer some kind of homily. And I said, you know, there was a scrap of paper found after the Battle of El Alamein in a trench. And on it were some words. And I think they have great application to us individually in times of need, in times of, again, contemplation, in times of thanks, in times of, of just when you need to reach out. And the words go like this. The night is cold, and I'm alone. My little spark of courage flickers and dies. Stay with me, God, and make me strong. I hope Memorial Day, Steve, makes us all in some way stronger as a people. Amen. Thank you, my friend. We will speak again soon. Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye. purchasing a home and tired of getting offers declined you need to do what i did i called team hockberg my sister my daughter my son my daughter-in-law look if it's good enough for my family you know i'm recommending it to you team hockberg they're always looking out for your financial best interest tom wanted to buy a home before selling his current home but he didn't qualify tom's grandmother sharon didn't want him to lose the home so she gave him a four hundred thousand dollar personal loan thank you granny A banker told Tom he'd have to wait six months to secure a mortgage to pay back his grandma Sharon. That's not true. 
Sharon didn't want to wait six months, so she called Team Hochberg for a free consultation. Team Hochberg helped Tom secure a delayed finance mortgage so he could pay Grandma back immediately upon the sale of the current home. To learn more about how your family could benefit from delayed financing and help you in the process, the little risk to the family member here issuing the short-term loan, by the way, call Team Hochberg at 855-56-DAVID or go to 56david.com. That's 855-563-2843 or 56david.com. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 1124061. All right, before we go here on live from my office, um, a couple of charities that exist every day that make America better, that are particularly relevant um, on this Memorial Day. One is a foundation originated by General John Borling. He didn't ask me to bring this up. I'm bringing it up because I am a uh, proud advisory board member and supporter of SOS America Foundation. You go to sosamerica.org. You can make a tax-deductible contribution. The premise is simple, and whether or not it will be politically doable in his lifetime or mine uh, remains to be seen. But the idea is that all of us, upon graduation from high school, would make arrangements to give a year of service to America. You think about how many times kids get out of high school, and even if they're going off to college, they don't know what they want to do. Well, it is a combination of uh, patriotism, camaraderie, uh, networking, community building, uh, and a real movement that would allow uh, kids from coast to coast to, and, and young adults as well, to uh, give service to America in a way that really hasn't been possible before. Uh, before you cynically dismiss it out of hand, or before you get overly enthused about it, I guess, go to the website, sosamerica.org, and read more, and I hope you'll make a contribution if you're able. Uh, charitable organization number two is uh, an easy one to understand because you've heard me talk about it with him uh, for many, many years. And I'm talking about my friend Mark Doyle, who founded Rags of Honor. Mark was hired by the U.S. government to go to Afghanistan to follow the money as a forensic accountant, the money that was being stolen by the Afghan government and the, the uh, what amounts to the mafia of Afghanistan. And uh, he did that, and he did it well. Well, he lived in a storage unit on the American base there. Uh, but in the meantime, he had a, a real clarity of vision about where we were militarily there and uh, wrote a beautiful op-ed about it in the uh, Tribune a few years ago. And I will link that in the show notes at the end of this episode. But in addition to that, he came back and said, for the young men and women I met, and for the homeless military veteran problem we have in this country, it can't happen. He started Rags of Honor. It's a high-quality apparel company where he hired homeless vets to come in and train and then put out these terrific Rags of Honor products, T-shirts and hats and the like. And it's a great website. It also links to something called Veteran Roasters, which is a coffee company operated again by veterans. Uh, just great ideas from Mark Doyle, his uh, beautiful, talented, brilliant wife, Kip, and his whole team. Uh, and and I, I hope you'll check it out. The Veteran Roasters link is right there at Rags of Honor. But order something. Order something in memory of somebody who served. Or just order it because it's, it's great, great gear. 
ragsofhonor.org. And uh, thank you, Mark, for everything you've done. And finally, Honor Flight Chicago. Honor Flight uh, nationally at honorflight.org or honorflightchicago.org, where I live, is an amazing organization that I know many of you are familiar with. But their goal is simple. They were formed to fly as many World War II veterans as possible to Washington to see the memorial built for them before their own lives had ended. And they have flown thousands and thousands of veterans in these amazing trips where they had the day and came back to a rousing reception at Midway Airport in Chicago and airports around the country uh, for one final standing ovation, if you will. Now, there's an application on the website. Honestly, I don't know that they know when they'll fly again with COVID concerns, especially for those who are quite old. Uh, But they've moved on, of course, to uh, not just include the survivors of World War II, but Korea and Vietnam as well. And uh, it's an organization that you would be proud to volunteer for, to help monetarily, but maybe to get your mom or dad if they served on one of those planes so they can get there to see the memorials that, again, were built for them. It's Honor Flight. Uh, Google that up, whatever town you're in. There are local chapters in many of the bigger cities. Uh, In my area, it's honorflightchicago.org, and I hope you will be able to make a contribution. Which leads me to this, uh, another great story on this Memorial Day, uh, and that of Staff Sergeant Jared Monty. On June 21st, 2006, in the Nuristan province of Afghanistan, Jared Monty, age 30, which, by the way, is an age of upper management in the military, was leading a 16-man patrol. One of the men was wounded and fell over a ridge into what soldiers described as a death zone. After an intense firefight, Monty tried three times to save his soldier, and he would not leave him. On the third try, Jared was killed. He was posthumously awarded America's highest honor for heroism, the Medal of Honor. Paul Monty, Jared's dad, started an organization in his son's memory called Operation Flag for Vets. Operation Flag for Vets. Uh, And uh, you could certainly Google that up as well. And uh, the volunteers have planted thousands and thousands upwards. I mean, it's well over 50,000 flags uh, at the Massachusetts National Cemetery. Paul, the dad, uh, for years, has driven Jared's pickup truck with the military decals still on it. He said it's got its DNA all over it. I love driving it because it reminds me of him. Though I don't need the truck to remind me of him, I think about him every hour of every day. Well, that led to a Nashville songwriter who heard the story, was moved by it, and turned it into a song that country star Lee Bryce recorded called I Drive Your Truck. It won Song of the Year honors at the 2013 CMAs. And uh, we're going to play that for you in just a moment to wrap up this episode. On this Memorial Day, um, I want to remember my own father as well. He would be 100 years old this year. Staff Sergeant Ralph Cochran from the Army Air Force in World War II, before they, uh, they had an Air Force, um he was 40 when uh, he and my mom adopted me um and uh, a lot of the things i'm proudest of in becoming a man are traits i picked up from him but for my father for your father for all of those who have served survivors of those who have served and paid the ultimate sacrifice 
and veterans who live on with the memories of those that they served with who are no longer here. God bless you all. And as uh, General Borling so rightfully said, I hope this is a very meaningful Memorial Day. Thank you to my own son, Ross Cochran, for the amazing job he does all the time. And uh, now here's the song I promised. This is Lee Bryce, and I drive your truck. And we'll see you next time here on Live from My Office. 89 cents in the ashtray. Half-empty bottle of Gatorade rolling in the floorboard. That dirty Braves cap on the dash. Dog tags hanging from the rear view. Old skull can and cowboy boots and a gold army shirt folded in the back. This thing burns gas like crazy, but that's all right. People got their ways of coping, oh, and I got mine. I drive your truck. I leave that radio playing Same old country station Where you left it Yeah man I crank it up And you'd probably punch my arm right now If you saw this tear rolling down on my face Hey man, I'm trying to be tough And mama asked me this morning If I'd been by your grave But that flag and stone Ain't where I feel you anyway I drive your truck I roll every window down And I burn up Every back road in this town Thank you for listening to Live from My Office, a service of Monkey Run Productions. All rights reserved. The podcast is hosted by Steve Cochran, and it's mixed, edited, and produced by me, Ross Cochran. Steve is available for corporate speaking gigs. He would love to emcee your event. And occasionally, he's funny. Thank you for listening. 
Head to CochranShow.com for more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.